Good morning, everybody. This is Pete with Home Matters, carried in 97.3 FM in the great state of Seattle. We're back here, having another great show. Uh, longtime friend and sponsor. Actually, I'm, I've watched this guy grow up from about 14 to about 28. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got uh, my good friend and sponsor here for Bedrooms the Board, Blake Garfield. How you doing, Blake? Living the dream. I'm doing yeah, good. Well, I know. It's, it's been crazy, man. You know, it's fun to have you on because we've been on together for so many years now. And, um, you know, you would think people always think, like, you know, mattresses, like, well, wow, that's kind of a boring thing. But, you know, it's actually, I look at it, like uh, you've actually converted me over the years where a mattress is not just a mattress. It's about getting a good night's sleep. And man, you know, I'll tell you what, like I'll give you, give you a, a real story. It just happened last night. So I was sleeping. I had a really bad stomach ache and I actually woke up like four or five times and I don't feel very good today because I didn't get a good night's sleep. And, um, you know, being able to translate that into having a mattress that doesn't curve your spine or doesn't do things that it shouldn't do. And we'll get into all that stuff. That's a that's a big deal. I, I I it'll keep you looking young too. I mean, yeah. Well, I don't know about that for me, but but I try. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, so I want to start. Um, I know you guys. We've been and you know you guys that are all listening out there. <clears throat> we're still in these crazy COVID times. So maybe Blake, you can kind of give us a rundown on how are you handling this and what are you doing to keep your employees and customers safe. Yeah, it's been a really uh, strange journey as a retailer. Uh, you know, we we closed down uh, in March, and interestingly, as as a retailer in our category, we were in the essential category, but we actually yeah. chose to close anyway. Uh, I wow, think, you did the responsible thing then. Yeah, well, it, it just it didn't make sense to put our employees at risk when we didn't know enough. And there were some stores in our category that chose to stay open, but it didn't feel like the right move. Um, And we, we were able to keep all of our employees um, as close to financially whole as humanly possible through all of this using, you know, government programs. And when it, when we did ask them to come back in, in late May, it was where we were keeping people, you know, isolated within the store and not allowing customers in at first until we'd felt confident that we had good protocols about um, having screens up between where the employee was going to be and where a customer was going to be, having sheets for each customer that came in to actually have their own individual sheet to test on bed so they weren't actually coming into contact with anything in the store. No, that's actually, I never thought about that. So you had actually different sheets for different people. Yeah, in. well, I also bought like a thousand masks for in case people showed up without masks and yeah. thousands of gloves so that people could be protected throughout the process. And then individual pillowcases. So people were given a pillowcase when they were there so that they weren't ever touching even a pillow. Wow. Uh, and it's once we felt confident that we could have the safe spacing and have that done, we started letting people in at 15% capacity per floor. So it meant, you know, we've got seven floors of retail. So it meant that, you know, on one floor, there might be five people on another floor. There might be yeah. 10 people allowed how, that you do have a lot of, how in the heck would you even police that or manage that with people? Is it just, well, you know, it's, it's about making sure that you're viewing how many people are coming in the store. And also, you know, we, we're not exactly Costco. We're not going to have, you know, hundreds and hundreds of people lining up. I mean, yeah. 
people come to our store because they've done their research. They, they know, Oh, this is where I go, you know, you know, to save the world one mattress at a time, you know, like to get something that's clean, to get something that's durable, um, you know, keep stuff out of landfills, that sort of approach. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so it's, it's been pretty easy to manage to this point. We had a couple of weekends where we were kind of making sure that people were keeping their space. Uh, we had a couple times where people said, you know, I won't wear a mask. And we're like, oh, that's great. We actually have appointments for at-risk people outside of hours. So you can come in between, you know, 8 and 10 by appointment and we'll help you. Or you can come in after we close at 6, between 6 and 8. And people are like, oh, I have to, I have to come back if I won't wear a mask. Like, yeah, you come back, come back later. Good for you guys. Back. Good for you guys. No, but, awesome. but every time we've done that, people just put on a mask and then come yeah. in. And, uh, because we've been very accommodating and they're like, Oh, well I'll just wear the mask then. And, and but you, but I love the fact that you were polite about it, but you held the line. You just didn't allow them to come in and put people at risk. That's good. I was the first person to encounter that. And that was before we'd opened and we had someone who refused. And instead I, I handled it poorly. I, I really didn't like the way I handled it. I was like, all right, fine. Hang on. And I got one of my employees to leave that building. So that the customer had that building to themselves uh, that building. And then they're like, well, I want to look at something in the other building. I'm like, okay, well, be patient with me, wait outside. Uh, and then I brought all my employees from the other building to that building. <laughs> and I turned into the other building. Because, and I realized that it was a mistake the way I handled it. So yeah. and I set the protocol so that people would not, yeah. one, be caught off guard by it and know how to appropriately handle it. And it's been, it's been great. And in Seattle, you got a lot of people who, who understand it's not about that person. It's about yeah safety of everybody. No, they get it. Yeah. Very empathetic city. And I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Now do you, uh, so you, you have people being able to come into the store now. Is that correct? Yeah. yeah. Um, we, we've since, since the last week, uh, of May, we've had people coming into the store. It was more controlled at the beginning. And at this point now people show up, they have their masks. They, yeah, they know the drill and protocol the and they, you know, they've all got their masks. Yeah. A lot of people take the gloves. We do have a lot, you know, our average customers skews more towards my parents' age than they do to my age. Okay. And so we have a lot of people who are, who are very cognizant of the risk and very cautious. And thankfully they're finding themselves very comfortable in our store because we're checking a lot of boxes. And, you know, my dad is 74. He lives in, in the building. So he's he lives on the top floor of the retail building. Oh, so. wow, that's cool. He's got his own pet house up there, huh? Yeah, and so my concern is, like, if something goes wrong, I don't want to lose my dad. We want to make sure that every employee is safe, everybody, yeah. everybody that comes in the building is safe. And it's it's about me, it's about the person, it's about my employees, it's about being being the best, most cautious place to shop. No, that's great, and it's good you found that, that balance. Now, for the people that uh, don't necessarily want to come in, do you have, like, a virtual uh, that you can do FaceTime yeah. or something like that? Yeah, so you know about my mattress class. So we do the online mattress class. Um, instead of it being in person now, it's all done digitally. On top of that, um, we have people who kind of want to get that sort of one-on-one experience, but they don't want to come in and do it in the store. So we're doing FaceTime appointments or Zoom appointments where we're carrying the laptop around the store or the, or the tablet yeah. or the store so people can kind of become familiar with the product. Um it's about being creative and, and kind of playing within somebody else's comfort zone. And, yeah. you know, there, 
some of the companies that have really thrived through the oh, is that me or you? That was me. Sorry. Go ahead. Some of the companies that have really thrived through this have been the ones who you know are just kind of presenting things as nicer than they are. So some of the online retailers who are like, oh yeah, we were primed for the when people came yeah. to go. But people are already saying, I bought this during COVID thinking it would be okay and it's crap. And they're coming into our store saying, I'm jumping through all these ho- hoops to try and return this yeah. crap. But I need something good. And yeah. they'll either come into the store or they'll interact with us because they know our reputation for yeah. having good stuff. Well, you know, and, and uh, Blake, speaking of good, we're going to get into that in our next segment. I want to talk to Blake about really how to select the right mattress. And this show is going to be about true craftsmanship. There's a couple uh, companies that have been around a long, long time, Hastings and Spring. We're going to talk all about what makes those companies unique and best in the world for mattresses and bedrooms and more has that. Grab a pen and paper because I'm going to give you their phone number and their address. And you can go down and see these mattresses. There they have them in stock. With that, I'm Pete. This is Home Matters. Car Radio 973 FM. Seattle's News and Seattle's Talk. All right, we're back. This is Pete with Home Matters. Car Radio 97.3 FM. Seattle's News and Seattle's Talk. We're having a good discussion here with Blake Garfield there at bedroomsandmore.com. Uh, I want to talk about, in a second, the website, because, uh, man, oh, man, you guys updated your website. It's really cool looking. We'll get into that for a second. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're working on it. Yeah, I, I love it. It's uh, I went to take a look, and it's like, wow, that is a huge uh, retrofit you did on the thing. It looks really, really upscale. It's nice. Well, <laughs> we, when we realized that people couldn't come into the store, uh, you know, you design a website based on the kind of business you are. We, we wanted people coming into the store, so we'd give them some information. Yeah. Um, but my sister-in-law actually works for REI Corporate, and she does user UX design for, for their website. Yeah. And she's like, hey, if you guys are trying to be an e-tailer and a retailer or just an e-tailer, which is all we could be during COVID times, um, it was about helping people get to the point of choosing a product. Because instead of seeing you know, 85 mattresses, it was about paring it down to variations on fewer mattresses. So yeah. understand it. It's the psychology behind it is very strange. Uh, I just like helping people find the right bed. And yeah. if I can't do it in person, we needed to really work on making it easier to do on our website. No. And I, I, I have to say, you guys, you got to go to bedroomsandmore.com. I, when I looked at it, the, at least like even the homepage, very clean, very easy to follow. It's like wherever I want to go, whether it's, you know, the, the, the mattresses or kids or whatever, you have it laid out really, really well. So I can go right where I'm looking quickly. Well, thank, my sister, thank my sister-in-law, Annika. She's well, big, Annika, big shout out to you. Cause you did a good job on that darn thing. It's a, it's much better than the one they had before. <laughs> so, good job. All right. You can also give these guys a call too. If you have a question at two zero six, Six three three four four nine four. That's two zero six six three three four four nine four. If you want to, uh, I guess you can set up an appointment if you want to come in by yourself, or if you want to come in. There are there. Uh, you guys still ten to six, seven days a week. Is that yep. kind of the right time? Right. Okay, so you can do that. Um, so we talked about COVID. Talked about all that. Let's get into now selecting the right mattress. So 
you guys, you still have your class. Do you still run the class and you do that now even in COVID times? Or you? Yeah, it's a, it's on Zoom. You can find it on our website. Okay, now. Perfect. So you can do it virtually. Yeah, it's uh, it's been interesting. We've sometimes had lots of people, and a couple times we've had nobody. And I think it's because people are not accustomed to yeah. knowing that it's available that way. Um, but it's been really fun uh, because the interactivity when you have the smaller group sometimes it, it gets very personal. Someone's like they they share what their needs are, and you can kind of talk through guiding them to the right fit. Yeah. Which probably helps everybody else on Zoom too, I would imagine, right? Yeah, we, we absolutely have. Uh, and it's it's been really fun because I view myself as a, as a problem solver in a lot of ways. And sometimes people have big problems, sometimes they're little problems. But, I mean, the whole purpose of the class is to help somebody filter through all the information and misinformation on the Internet and really understand value. Yeah. Uh, and and I, I said this earlier, but I, I really – you know, see us as kind of saving the world one home at a time, you know, helping someone get a, a more durable mattress, something that's not going to go to the landfill, something that they're going to like and keep. Um, and a lot of the beds that we sell now, you know, we have zippers on them. So if somebody's body changes and their needs become different, instead of having to buy a whole new bed, they can just tweak the bed that they've got. Oh, yeah. we need it to have a little bit more lumbar or your wife loves it, but you don't, no big deal. We'll make your side different than the other side. Yeah. But, I I wanted to ask you about that because that's something that's like I've always wondered about. I'm sure a lot of people have thought about this. Like, okay, so let's first talk about like me and then we can talk about me and my significant other. But I've always heard like the bed, the right uh, firmness, I guess, the best way to put it is like when your spine is straight. So how in the heck do I choose the one that is the right firmness for me? So there, there are three main pieces of advice that I give people, and these are these are not hard, fast rules. They're meant to get you asking yourself the right questions. Um, one is the more extreme the change you make from what you're used to sleeping on, the harder it is for your body to adjust. So if you want something firmer, baby step your way firmer. If you want something softer, baby step your way softer. If you go to extremes, you're not going to be able to make the adjustment. That transition is not going to go well. Right. Uh, Second is, is if there's a doubt in your mind about whether the bed that you're looking at is firm enough or not, error on the side of firm. You can always add more to make a firm bed softer, but you generally can't make soft beds firmer. Okay. The exception being like my zippered beds where you can actually do that. You can just, oh, I'm going to open it up and replace this support system with this support system. And it's easy in that case, but in most cases you cannot do that. Okay. So adding a topper to a bed that's too hard simple um the next one is somewhat contradictory which is kind of like whether they're they're not hard fast rules they're guidelines um and that is oftentimes people have waited too long to buy a new mattress and they've kind of got that crater that their body is laying in right there's this temptation to associate hard with supportive when really being on something that's flat will make all the difference and so focus on that surface feel of the bed. If the bed you have at home has a really tight quilt and it's really hard on the surface and you want something different, don't get something that's really soft and cushy on the surface because it'll be a weird transition. Okay. But similarly, if you have a really cushy surface, which is oftentimes the case, but you've got that divot, people will say, oh, I need something hard. And they'll end up getting something that's got that really tight surface. And then they're screaming about, oh, my shoulders are talking to me. My hips yeah. are talking to me. My knees. Yeah. And so – Know that you don't want to overcorrect to hard. Just getting something flat is going to make all the difference. 
Okay, got it. So, um, all right. So the question I have, though, so is it true that I should try to keep my spine straight if I'm laying on my side with the firmness? Is that or is that a misnomer? So, I don't like painting painting with a really broad brush because everybody's kind of their own unique unicorn. Um, yeah. we've, got, we've got our own personal needs. A lot has to do with the position you've trained your body to sleep in. And if the right. position that your body feels at rest in is a little bit funky, a little bit out of alignment, but that's where you feel like your muscles can let go and you're not aching in the morning, okay. that's a win. Like you're, you feel good in the morning, you slept through the night. If you're not in perfect alignment, that's okay. Now, getting to alignment for most people is going to feel best. Okay. But, and so if I sleep and my hips are too low, my hips hurt in the morning, my, my hip flexors in particular feel terrible. Got and it. so I need my hips sitting nice and high, and that works really well for most people. Yeah. But, but a lot has to do with what feels natural to your body. Okay. Makes a lot of sense. We come back. I'm going to ask one more question before we move into true craftsmanship with Houston's advice. Bring. What about if you're a couple and how do you handle that? We'll ask the expert here, Blake Garfield with bedrooms and more. It's bedroomsandmore.com. They're out there on 300 Northeast 45th street. They actually have two big buildings. Really nice. Um, give them a call at 206-633-4433. 9-4. With that, I'm Pete. This is Home Matters. Car Radio 97.3 FM, Seattle's News and Seattle's Talk. All right, we're back. This is Pete with Home Matters. Car Radio 97.3 FM, Seattle's News and Seattle's Talk. We're having a good discussion here with Blake Garfield of Bedrooms and More. It's bedroomsandmore.com. You can check them out. They're open 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., seven days a week out there on it's uh, the 300 block of Northeast 45th Street, just, uh, I guess, down the street from Dick's, if you guys know where that is. It's kind of a landmark there. Actually, Bedrooms and More is a landmark there, too, because they've been around there forever on that street. Yeah, we're, we're <laughs> you guys are kind of a landmark as well. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, even more so with the new building because yeah. it's going to be that, Yeah, we've talked about that. Guys, and by the way, if you ever want to hear about that new building before you go down, we have uh, other podcasts where Blake and I have been on over the years. It's at mynorthwest.com forward slash home matters. It's, uh, it's there. It's a lot of interesting. Um, I, I We went together. He went through all the heartaches. I just talked to him about the <laughs> coming out of the ground, and now it's there, and it's just a beautiful, beautiful showroom. Multi-story. You got to go see that. All right, let's jump into uh, the last question we left off. Um, is okay. So let's say my significant other and I we want to have different sleeping experiences, and we heard all the marketing. There's other beds that they have this adjustable thing. But how do you guys deal with that with with in your world where you're, you're not an air bed? <laughs> yeah. Um, so a, a couple things. I want to start with. We have a lot of couples who come into the store thinking that they are going to like different beds. Okay. And w- when I was talking about what you've trained your body to sleep on, when right. partners have trained their bodies to sleep on the same bed, they think, oh, this is too hard or this is too soft. And then they end up agreeing on the exact same bed when they come into the store. So I want to start with most of the time you're going to agree anyway, even though you think you won't. And I think that the driving force behind that is that people have worn their mattress differently. You know, one partner is heavier than another or whatever it may be. Right. And their experience on the bed later is kind of skewed by that. 
beyond that, when people really, truly, like my wife and I, we met each other in our late 20s. Well, she was in mid-20s. I was in my late 20s. And we'd already established very disparate comfort preferences. And we ended up choosing a bed where, well, I designed the bed, but it, it, it has a zipper. You could. <laughs> so uh, her side of the bed is softer than my side of the bed. Okay. And, and we can do that with different densities of foam. You can do that with different support systems. So you could have coils on one side and foam on the other side. Um, the Hestons and the Vice Spring, they will actually use different gauges of wire for one partner versus the other, but it'll all be in one mattress. So getting different comfort levels is actually quite easy uh, from side to side. And it's also flexible because people, when they're choosing a new mattress, it's a guessing game at best. I mean, you can use someone as a sounding board. You can talk about pros and cons of different things. You can talk about how it feels in the showroom. But until you sleep on it for a month, you have no real idea. And so if after a month someone doesn't like it, oftentimes they end up agreeing with what the partner chose anyway, uh, which is hilarious. But it's no big deal for us because – we can just unzip the cover and switch the support system, and then they end up loving it anyway. And, you know, I mean, that's one thing I love about you guys in bedrooms and more, and that's what makes, the, to me, that's a big value proposition different over the big box retailers is they can actually come in and they can do what you just said, which is kind of customized for each, each person, right? And they get well, what it, they need. It, it, it's, I, I, I don't want to overstate what we do, uh, and I don't want to undersell it, but, you know, we we're not making them custom. The, yeah. the thing about the mattress industry is it's made to sound really confusing and complex, but it's really some basic stuff. Yeah. And so, like, for us to switch out a support system, the only thing that allows us to do that is, one, we're not trying to get you back in the market really quickly, so we're not gluing every layer together. Right. The reason you glue every layer together is so that someone can't replace that $20 piece of foam that failed in the bed, which is meaning, oh, you're back in the market for our new mattress. Yeah. And th- that's the, dis- that's not your intent. Well, no, it's the disposable nature of the mattress industry. The goal is to get people back in the market faster. That's why they switched to one sided beds, Yeah, but you couldn't flip it. And so you'd be back in the market three times as often. And it's why they went to roll packing beds so that you can use cheaper materials and you can use lighter weight stuff that you got a UPS, which is getting people even the market faster still. And yeah. which is why like, I, I, I'm going to keep harping on this. I'm trying to save the world one house at a time, you know, yeah. like get somebody value. So it's not going to be in a landfill because only 5% of those mattresses coming out of people's houses are getting recycled. Most of them wow. are the dump. And, and I don't, I don't want that. Yeah, that's not cool. And I hope you guys agree with us. And I agree with, uh, with Blake hundred percent on that is that we've got to do things more responsibly for the environment. I hope you guys all agree. And, you know, all this stuff that's happened with a lot of these, uh, you know, uh, order online, bring them in, unpack them out of the roll-up, and then they only last and they get thrown away in the dump site. That's not cool. So, you know, if you want to get a good quality mattress, bedrooms and more is a good place to be. And we're going to move now towards, there's two of my favorites. And I really, you know, guys, we've talked about this, especially in the Seattle market area about, you know, supporting local business, supporting small business, that's bedrooms and more but also support good craftsmanship, stuff that lasts, stuff that's built well, that not only is, and like we talked about, a good night's sleep is so crucial. So with that in mind, I want to talk first with you, Blake, about Hastings. And you guys, uh, I, I looked at a couple of videos that actually put tingles up my spine. One of them was on YouTube. Just search for Hastings. 
the greatest bed in the world video. And you're going to see it's in Swedish, but the way they make these beds it is amazing. It's incredible. So go look for that on YouTube. It's Hassan's, the greatest bed in the world. But let's talk about Hassan's. What, what is Hassan's? They're out of Sweden. They've been around since 1852. But what makes them different? Like, they have a really incredible look and feel. Uh, it's it's hard to to it's hard to not understate the the amount of effort that goes into crafting their beds. And so you know you take this great coil system, and then you upholster that with you know basically a ton of batting on top and bottom of that coil system, and and the real magic is the tufting. So they side tuft it, and the side tuft. What that is is they have a stitch that they go in the side of the mattress. Those needles are huge. They're like yeah, I, I've actually long. I saw the video. They're big. <laughs> yeah, and, and they're sharp on both sides. So yeah. you, you can't you can't like put your hand behind it. If you put your hand behind it, it's going to be going through your palm. So they they go in and then out, and that creates this incredible stability on the side. So not only does it not feel wobbly from side to side but it actually reduces motion and reinforces the side so that you don't end up feeling like you're going to roll off the side of the mattress. And then they tuft it from top to bottom or from bottom to top because it's symmetrical. So you right. can still flip the bed because if you can't flip a bed, it's not worth much. And yeah. so that tufting, what it does is it compresses the batting that's on top and bottom of the, of the coil system, but it also compresses the coils. And by compressing the coils, basically preloads them because batting materials, eventually they're going to compress. And as that batting compresses, the coils can expand up and fill that void. And so you don't create a divot where your body was sleeping. It stays flat. That part of the bed is essentially bulletproof. And if you build the bed just like that, it wouldn't be a Heston's. Like there's, there's so many steps beyond that that make it incredible. One is the tailoring is just magical. I mean, it looks beautiful and they have a very distinctive look. But then they put that on top of this sprung divan, this box that goes underneath it has springs in it as well because without it, it wouldn't contour enough to your body. It wouldn't feel like it gave you that kind of all-encompassing support. And they've got, you know, horsetail, they've got cotton, they've got wool, some of them, they've got cashmere and silk. These batting materials, the reason they go with the horsetail is because it's not going to compress. It's not going to divot like a futon mattress will. They've got this this solid feel that comes from the springs, the tufting on the sides. And then they put this horsetail topper on top and it's like, it's like being in the bed rather than on the bed. It just, it cocoons your body. It's, it's, it's such an incredible feel. And yeah, we got to, we got to take a break. So we'll be, oh, I'm sorry. I, wanna, I, took, yeah, I, I know you love this stuff. I, love, I do too, man. I'd let you talk to like all hour long. We'll get into this horsetail thing. And I'm going to also, we're going to talk about Vicepring too, because this is another company that they're in London, been around forever. We want to talk about that with Blake. When I come back, this is Pete with Home Matters, Car Radio 97.3 FM, Seattle's News and Seattle's Talk. All right, we're back. This is Pete with Home Matters, Car Radio 97.3 FM in the great state of Seattle. We're having a good discussion here with Blake Garfield of Bedrooms and More. They're down there at 300 Northeast 45th Street. They are open. You can go down 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. seven days a week. Obviously, 
you have to be safe, wear your mask, your gloves, all that kind of stuff. Um, they practice all the COVID procedures, but they do have some magnificent showrooms that uh, you can check out. Haston's is there, and then also Viceburn. We're going to talk about that in a second. Um, I do want to ask you one question uh, before, and again, on the video, if you want to check out Haston's before you go there, it's the Haston's The Greatest Bed in the World video on YouTube. That one was like, wow, how they make these things. Um, I love to, and their website too, the cutaway views. Help us understand, they use a lot of horsetail, and I, I, I saw a term in there for springiness. So what does the horsetail do in the mattress? So when you have batting materials in a mattress, I think the easiest way to relate it is if you've ever had like a microfiber pillow, yeah. there's no crimp to that fiber, so it just mats down and it turns into nothing. Similarly, cotton batting, you know, it'll eventually mat down and just gets hard like the right. full. Right. Wool has a natural crimp, and so it'll retain about 95% of its original loft for quite a while. But, again, it's going to mat down some. Horsetail, what they do is they braid it, and then they steam it, and then it sits, and it basically, it's like a permanent. Well, it looks like, yeah, really curly. It was like, you know, a springy yeah. mess. That's kind of what it looked like. But So they take that braided horsetail, and they run it through for, I mean, this is dumbing it down, but it looks like a wood chipper and they run it through this and then they end up with these batting piles of, of horsetail and it keeps its loft for so long. It used to be wow. like the upholstery material that people would use instead of foams because it would keep its cushion, but it wouldn't be hard okay. and, and it wouldn't get matted down and flat. And that's why it's still used in a lot of these you know, high end mattresses because it's not going to break down like the foam will. And it's also not going to have that chemically smell that people get with right. a lot of It's all natural. Yeah, it's great. That's good to hear. All right, so let's talk. Uh, we're going to come back to Hassan's in just a second, but I want to. I don't want to. I want to spend some time on Vispring now. Vispring. What I would say is, you can Google Vispring. Scroll down to the bottom of their website and click on the Vispring story video. This one is another one. Amazing yeah. craftsmanship. So let's talk about Vispring. Been around since 1901 from London. Uh, you went to visit the factory. So what's different about these guys? So they are uh, – I'm going to start with – I've been to mattress factories basically my whole life, and this is the only one that is in its own category. It is the most incredible production experience. They have their own coils that they're making on site, and they're the only pocketed coil that is actually done in cotton. It's, they do it in uh, calico yeah, cotton. Back up for a second. Like, what's a pocket coil? What is that? Oh, so instead of each coil being like met- metallically linked to the coil next to it, each spring has its own fabric sleeve, and that fabric sleeve oh, okay. is then lined up with the coils that are adjacent to it, and then they'll basically put them inside of a mold that's the size of a mattress, and then they'll actually manually sew each spring to the spring next to it. Wow. Which is, I mean, the... the That's pretty labor-intensive. <laughs> right, but the degree of care that goes into it makes yeah. for something that is flawless. Like, the, it is a problem-free product, which, in my world, is just an incredible thing because they stay the same. They are very consistent. Yeah. And they, you know, they do the side tufting in the same way that Heston's does. Um, and depending on whether they're taking a single coil or they're stacking another coil on top of it, it'll have a different number of side tufts. They'll put the you know the wool, the cotton, the horsetail, the cashmere, much in the same way that Heston's does. Yeah. Um, they use a bit more robust 
fabrics, um, whereas on a Heston's you'll have a knit fabric on the top. You're going to have woven fabrics with Vispring because they're the only company I've ever seen that actually warrants the fabric. So wow. decades later, your fabric, if it starts to pill or wear through, they have covered it under warranty because it is that kind of quality of product. And it's, it's one of the few things where I can say it is a lifetime bed. Right. Uh, we're saying that with most products, you just you flat out, you'd be lying. Okay. And it's, it's that kind of product. Um, can you go, so I want to go back to this. They invented the pocket coil, didn't they? Weren't so they? The, yeah. So the, the, the person who invented the pocket coil is, is Vicepring. Um, okay. Now there, there are people who will fight over who deserves responsibility for it. It's like, Oh, this is the Marshall unit or it's, this is Vicepring did it, but Vicepring has been at it and that's what they've been making. Yeah. That's their claim to fame. Really? Now I want you to explain for Bill, cause I'm a mechanical engineer. So I, I understand. And this is why I want to bring this up. They use what's called a vanadium steel. Why is that unique over like a carbon steel? Can you help us understand that? So if you, if you want to kind of make it simple, the kind of steel strength that you need in a skyscraper, you need to use raw vanadium steel. Right. It, otherwise, you're not going to have the strength and resilience to handle that kind of weight. And Vispring is the only company that I'm aware of where they're using that raw vanadium steel instead of recycled steel, which is not going to hold its shape as long. And so when I was at the factory, they had an example of a bed that was 75 years old. Wow. It had 95% of its original response. Really? And, so, and, and when you're in a situation like that, you, you need to understand that if you want to make the purchase once and know that it's going to be consistent, they're the kind of company that makes that product. Yeah. And it's incredible. I, I was slack jawed. My parents could sleep on anything in the world. They're the kind of people who chose to sleep on a vice spring because they understand the value. My parents, so, but, like, I got to ask you, what do you sleep on? I sleep on one, the latex mattress I designed. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. So you your, your preference. And then they're on a vice spring. I, I'm a delicate flower, and I need conditions to be perfect. <laughs> uh, and so I don't know about that. I needed to be able to – well, I've had both my knees, my back, my shoulder all operated on, yeah. and my body now, as I'm about to hit 40, is very different than it was 10 years yeah, ago. Yeah, for sure. And having access to the inside of the bed is important to me. Yeah. Well, okay, so we're going to – got to wrap this down for this segment. Once again, Blake, it was great to have you on the show. You guys, I'm telling you, uh, you got to go check out. You have both Vicepring and Hastons on your floor, right? They can go yeah, absolutely. We've got, we've got the full lineup of Hastons, and I think we've got 11 or 12 different Vicepring mattresses. Yeah, that's amazing. Phenomenal problem. You can check them out. Their website's awesome. I love it now. They've done a real good job. Um, bedroomsandmore.com. You can give them a call at 206-633-4494 or... Most importantly, just get out there in their showroom, 300 Northeast 45th Street. They've got two buildings open from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. seven days a week. With that, I'm Pete. This is Home Matters, Car Radio 97.3 FM, Seattle's News and Seattle's Talk. Seattle's Talk.